0: Let's do it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's a good song.
1: Yeah. Alright. So welcome to the first Piggyback Playlist, mini Um I thought it would be fun if we also discussed music that came out during the same year as whichever Nine Inch Nails album we happen to be talking about. And since this week was pretty hate machine, we're going to discuss... 1989.
0: Cool. It's a contemporary compilation.
1: Whoa. Look at you with fancy words. So, um, as it turns out, Shia is not that familiar with a lot of music that came out in 1989 because he came out of the womb, not of the closet.
0: As... Well, well, that's debatable. (laughs) Anyway... So yeah, I was born in 89, so a lot of this stuff was like maybe on the radio in my presence, but my baby ears were not quite attuned to, uh, to uh, uh, the actual idea that these are songs made by people.
1: Yeah. Um, but of course, uh, there are albums that he is at least somewhat familiar to with. Yeah, I mean, the classics oh, yeah. are the classics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So what we're going to do in these mini sods is I'm going to run down a top five list of my favorite albums. Um, If Shia decides to participate during years that he knows (laughs) he's more familiar with the music than he can as well. Um, And then I'll just do some honorable mentions. As a bonus, I have compiled a playlist on Spotify that uh, you will be able to find by going to our website and clicking on the link that says Piggyback Playlist.
0: That's TrentTalkPod.com.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I think one of the most most memorable albums that came out in 1989 has got to be Like a Prayer by Madonna.
0: Yep. No idea. (laughs) Well, you know the song, right? I I know Madonna.
1: So... Um. Yeah. So we'll just do a little taste. Everybody knows this. Um, okay, I don't know. You don't know this? Oh, wait, wait, wait. oh, that's what this song is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: nope. I was gonna try to sing along. I don't know the words.
1: Yeah. Well, that's fine. I have this theory. Um, it, it ruins my friends' lives every time I mention it, but I'm pretty sure this song is about giving a blowjob. Just listen to the chorus. Wait wait wait, 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 wait,
0: did she say, in the midnight hour, I can feel your power? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's ringing some bells, <laughs> but, like, I guess I didn't know this was, like, Madonna. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm an ignoramus. I was list- <laughs> I was listening to video game music until yeah. I was, like, 14. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, this is one of the first um, musical artists that I got into, so this the- album was a big deal for me.
0: So your mom was a Nine ish Nails fan and uh-huh. brought their music to you. Is that...
1: That's Kat. She-
0: Sorry, Oliver is joining us. Oliver <laughs> <Clying, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> is being naughty, clawing my seat.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, she she brought a lot of music to my attention, and Madonna was one of the first things. So, yeah.
0: I like this. The the it's that sort of a heavy guitar intro. Yeah. I'm expecting that out of '80s pop.
1: So, is fun that... fact about this album: it's mm. her second studio album. Oh. She wanted to produce it by herself, but Warner Brothers wasn't ready to let her do it. Oh. So, um, I'm drawing a blank because I'm so prepared. But the be so hard yourself. Shush. The producer of this album also produced some music for David Bowie oh. in the past. I think Neil Robinson might be his name.
0: Sneaking a Bowie minute. Neil
1: Rogers, my bad. So Neil Rogers, who had also helped David Bowie produce this album, so that's a fun little factoid. Another album that was a big deal in my life. It's Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation?
0: Yep, I have like even less of an idea.
1: Oh my god, I can't believe it!
0: Sick beats. Uh, uh. Sounds a little bit like Metal Mario soundtrack. It
1: does. (laughs) Metal Mario. That's all I got. Everything to you is Mario. Yeah. (laughs) So, um. This album was really cool. It was her, I think second, also. No, this was her fourth studio album. And um, in this album, she wanted to have the songs deal with social issues versus just be a fun pop album. Ah, so this
0: Rhythm Nation.
1: Yeah. So yeah, pretty cool. Um, I listened to this album a lot as a kid as well. So yeah. You're going
0: to hear some of the chorus?
1: yeah when it gets when it gets there
0: bam 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 bam.
1: yeah but there's lots of fun synthy yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) we are
1: dancing but you can't see it (laughs) <laughs> go this is a 9-ish dance. <laughs> I like, you know. Yeah, I have that touches, 1989 song. Touches though. of it. Okay, here's the chorus. Yeah. um Also, this song, when I was a little kid... We had a little tap number to this song in one of my tap dance classes. Wait,
0: wait, wait. <laughs> tap dancing?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So they're gonna do the whitest possible dance. Yeah. So like. It was. Oh, it was wow. pretty.
1: It's pretty. It was something. Nice. All right. Um, an album that you are actually familiar with. The Pixies. Yes, God. Yes. yes. <laughs>
0: I mean, this is the Pixies to me. Yeah. Like, they had a few other good songs yeah. other than Doolittle.
1: Yeah. But this... This album is definitely, like, the epitome of Pixies.
0: This uh, does it for me. Got
1: killed by 10 Yeah.
0: A whole nother episode on Doolittle. <laughs> I, I mean, I know a lot less about their history and everything, but this this album is yeah.
1: just
0: it's da bomb. Da
1: bomb. It's their second studio album. My favorite thing about this album is that it's very upbeat and fun, and a lot of the lyrics talk about like drug use, murder, torture. Right. Very like surreal. It's kind of subject like, matter. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like
0: alienating uh, yourself from reality a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And, like, this album, I didn't really get into until about college. I didn't know... I mean, like, I knew Pixies because of Fight Club, like, everybody my age. But, um, it wasn't until college. But as soon as I found this album, that was it.
0: And as we know, Trent Reznor's music influenced the author of Fight Club.
1: Chuck Palahniuk! Oh, ah, oh, oh. circle! Yeah. All right. So let's move on. Um... A little ditty by another one of my favorite artists of all time, The Cure. Oliver's meowing. You can sing (laughs) along, baby cat. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, disintegration by The Cure. Yeah, Disintegration by The Cure came out um, around the time that Robert Smith was turning 30, which he was having a hard time with. It was their eighth studio album, which is fucking incredible. Um, he delved deeply back into hallucinogenic drugs to kind of cope with the newfound success of their band.
0: So when you say hallucinogenic drugs, what are you what is, what are talking I, about?
1: It's not really... I don't know.
0: We gotta read that rock biography. Man. Yeah,
1: we do. I would definitely. So, like... There's definitely like a, like the ebb and flow of tones in this, it's got in this a album. psychedelic
0: rock in there a little bit. A
1: little
0: bit. Ooh, yeah. I like that whisper.
1: Yeah. This is a good sign. I love it so much. Oh, um, we're going to go see the Cure. Is Very that cool. right? <laughs> so excited that the Cure is touring again. I hope. I hope everybody out there gets to go see them but yeah we're gonna go see them at hollywood bowl yeah nice.
0: find us there we'll yeah. be wearing uh talk trent talk t-shirts
1: <laughs> we'll be wearing t-shirts that have trent talk puff painted on the front of them <laughs> we'll be passing
0: we'll be passing them out saying please
1: please listen to us <laughs> Yeah, the
0: guitar line seems to be hitting Oliver's resonance. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he likes it. (laughs) Someone's talking to me. Who's talking to the kitty? All right. And then the final one that I wanted to bring up, also a classic. Beastie Boys, Paul's Uh, Boutique.
0: I remember these loops.
1: I love Beastie Boys So this was their Second studio album Um It is Almost completely Composed of samples Which is an Interesting fact And They They received A lot of success For their first album But it Like because of the Because the lyrics Of the first one Were kind of like Juvenile and fun They were regarded As like a Frap Hip hop uh-huh. Frap yep. Frap Not frap I'm thinking Frappuccinos Frat Frat rap so like college white boy rap. So I think they wanted to make a more serious album.
0: Yeah, they're flying out of that pigeonhole. Yeah. I like this a
1: lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah,
0: Beastie Boys. It it almost seems it's always hard to take them seriously because all oh, their songs kind of sound like this voice. Yeah. But but like if you <laughs> actually break it down, like their their use of rhyme and the different structures is, yeah. is pretty advanced. Yeah. It's good stuff.
1: They're fucking talented. I love love Beastie Boys. So, yeah. So yeah, that was my top five.
0: There we go. yeah.
1: Um, and there's a lot of I mean there's a lot of really memorable things that came out in 1989 including Bleach by Nirvana. Um, Bismarck he had an album, young MC like there was some pretty decent hip-hop that was taking off. What was um,
0: what was Bjork doing? Bjork was,
1: time? oh, compared to Bjork. Uh, Bjork was doing the sugar cubes as we mentioned. I got a little sample of that.
0: Please, yes.
1: Let me just find it on my playlist. So, I
0: mean, this is pretty great. Like, everything you've put together here is like, I mean, it would be the hottest mixtape yeah, of 89. it would be. But I think it kind of takes the years of reflection to, to sift out the true great songs, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So here's, and this is also coming from someone who didn't live in 1980, like I was two, so I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of
0: stuff, but... Well, I don't know, these are two big years. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I formed all my tastes.
1: And <laughs> here's the sugar cube.
0: Yeah, she was sharing vocal duties. That. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get into that later.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I haven't listened to them a lot, but I've definitely enjoyed them. And of course, I have to mention um, a very popular album that everybody is familiar with. Out oh, out of five. Faith. Violator by Depeche Mode didn't make it onto my top five. Certainly would have made it onto a top ten list, though. Mm. Um, listen to a lot of them.
0: So um, here's, here's a little okay. uh, little something from Louder Than Hell, The History of Industrial Rock. Yeah. Uh, so people have speculated over what KMFDM stood for, and that was that like really intense German yeah. industrial rock group. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's killer motherfucking death metal. Which, <laughs> and it's, that's not accurate, really, because it's not metal. Yes. Um, but it's like it's some weird German phrase like and and it means like no mercy or something but some people felt that KMFDM meant kill motherfucking Depeche Mode because <laughs> I guess there was, a, there was a rift there was a rift between like the Depeche Mode kind of poppy fun side things and the dark you know grim intensity of, uh-huh. of, of KMFDM
1: that's funny just
0: that I throw that fact in yeah.
1: there yeah that's good alright so, other...
0: Sweet, sweet playlist here.
1: Yeah. And, like, other uh, bands. I don't know if I mentioned Jesus and Mary Chain earlier. Stone Roses, um, Louder Than Love by Soundgarden, Operation Ivy's only album. I'm not a fan of ska, but I know... Ivy's I right. have... Yeah. I have some friends who super love Operation Ivy. I was giving them a listen last night, and they were good.
0: Oh, wait. I think I may have confused them with Agent Orange. You may have. Yeah
1: but anyway whoops <laughs> whoops never mind. <laughs> technique by new order um yeah so go to trenttalkpod.com and then click on the piggyback playlist or um I have it all set up on tumblr I kind of wanted to give it its own space so if you just go to trenttalkpod.tumblr.com you'll find the whole thing um yeah look it up you can listen to the playlist I have it on spotify and yeah That's
0: it. That's terrific. I I think people really enjoy this because you've always had great taste in music and you put a lot of time and energy (laughs) in this playlist. So so please, yeah. Yeah, please check it out. Let me know. If
1: there's anything that you don't see on this playlist that you would like to see on this playlist, I would love to add it. So, you know, figure out the avenues with which to contact us. We're on Facebook and Twitter, Trent Talk Pod. And, yeah, timetalkpod at gmail.com.
0: The irony of this, though, is that Claire and I are not really going to be able to spend a lot of time listening to this playlist because (laughs) we have to listen to two remix EPs for, what is it, for Sin Mm -hmm. and uh, the other one, Head Head Like Like a a Hole. hole. So So we're going to listen to the same two songs about seven or eight times.
1: And we'll uh, bring and you then, that on Sunday.
0: God, um, looking forward to it, of course.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> can't um, wait. <laughs>
0: so please tune in next week and uh, enjoy Claire's podcast Till then. Or playlist, playlist. until then.
1: <laughs> All right. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah.